habits and what habits do you need to go from nurse to CEO? That is what we're going to talk about today on the new season of Raise the Anchor. Welcome to season three of Raise the Anchor with your host, Melissa Burbridge. This season, we are going to inspire, ignite, and create space for you to go after the change you want with invigorating interviews and some deep diving into my personal story. We hope you enjoy. Welcome back. Welcome to the third season. We are so excited to be here. I probably am exuberating that uh, through this. We have decided to go with a YouTube channel as people have asked to have more access to the podcast. And we want to reach more people because people are loving the podcast. Um, I do want to apologize for the podcast being on such a long hiatus. Uh, I was going through severe burnout, so I had to prioritize my own health before I could really work towards the mission I want to be doing, and that is helping as many women as I can avoid all of the mistakes I made going from nurse to CEO. Uh, A little thing you might not know is Raise the Anchor has... 12 pillars and slowly I will be releasing all of those pillars. Some of the past episodes have had some of those pillars, but I want to be more forward with what pillars we actually do have. And one of those pillars is habits, creating habits for success. Um, So I thought I would share a little story on the habits I had to create um, from going from a nine to five, even though nurses are not nine to five, we all know that. Uh, a nine to five type of world, a structured business into owning my own business. And then going from owning my own business to now going from entrepreneur to CEO. So there's a lot of habits along the way that we've had to create, or I have had to create to become successful. Um, So uh, when I first started my journey, I was a nurse. So I would clock in, clock out, I do a lot of overtime and I always had to answer to somebody else. When you own your own business, you only answer to yourself and you have to learn everything along the way. Boy, have I had a lot of lessons and we can do those episodes at a later time. But some of the habits I needed to start to create were actually setting times that I would work. So I jumped from nursing into another job. I was the business development manager at a property management company. If you've been following along, you're already aware of this, but in that I had to find the time alongside of that to actually work on my own business. Um, I didn't naturally want to go into my own business. Yes. I've done um, MLMs and had side hustles all the time, but I didn't necessarily want to create my own business. That wasn't like always a mission, but it was a mission all at the same time. It was something I dreamt of doing, but never thought would actually be possible because I have never had the full training. So I just would eat up all of my time, uh, slowly building the business, uh, because if I knew if I did one task, then that task would build towards the bigger dream of eventually only working for myself. So it took a lot of time. I definitely got overwhelmed a lot like to the point I would slowly subcontract somebody else out to help me with the business because my business wasn't bringing in enough income for me to just fully leave. So some of the habits were 
trying to figure out goals I wanted for myself. So I sat down strategically and said, okay, this is the wage I need to replace. Uh, these are the things I'm going to need to get there. How can I get there? Can Is it funding? Is it um, more clients? Is it raising my prices? What is it? How can I get there? Well, it took a lot of trial and error to figure those things out. Uh, but eventually, because of COVID, I had to act fast. So as soon as COVID happened and I got laid off from my other job, I no longer had that income. So I had to figure out how can I increase my income so I don't make my household suffer. So what I would systematically do is work in the business, uh, doing stuff with clients, trying to network to get more clients and figure out how to grow the business on the inside. And then I would also work on the business. So I joined a strategy collective group, which was amazing because it was a group of other women that were going through similar things as me. So by joining that group, I was able to then figure out, okay, Right now I'm holding myself back and that's why the business isn't growing because I am trying to still live in my safe zone. So I have to break free out of that safe zone and just go for it. So as soon as I did that, then I had to figure out, okay, now I have to invoice people. I have to keep track of what I'm invoicing people. So then I had to learn the financial side. So it was just slowly picking, picking up all of the little pieces of a business And those are the habits that I continuously have to do. So I have this amazing planner that I use that I've gotten from CEO school that not only motivates me every day, but it strategically fills out what I need to do because I'm not one that can just go by the calendar on my phone. I need to systematically write it down. That's how I remember things. That's how I have to do things. Yes, it does eventually get into my phone. I am a creative, so the structure is not like uh, food at seven o'clock, client meeting at eight and this. I need a little bit of freedom within my schedule. So those are the habits I had to learn. There's work that needs to get done, work that can go on the back burner if I don't have time for it. So you really have to focus on what systems work for you. So I've been told about a million different systems and they just weren't the right fit. So as you build out these habits, you have to remind yourself all the time why you're doing those habits because habits don't just happen. So there was a time when I first started the business that I was so exhausted after a long day's work that I would just go to bed. But nothing happened in the business. The business didn't grow. Nothing was, the clients weren't, satisfied because I took a step back. I took a night off. Well, you can take nights off if you strategically plan ahead. So that's what I started to have to do. The habit I had to start creating was, okay, I'm going to work on my business on these nights. And then I'm going to take this night off as a non-negotiable. And so as I started to build that, I communicated that with my family. So communication was another habit that I had to build. Yes, we, we've always communicated, but I had to be more vocal with my communication with them. So not only did I have to plan ahead, I had to communicate better with my own family so that they understood exactly what I was doing and why. Because the second I would start doing something and not explaining it, then they're like, oh, mom, you're just always working. I remember a conversation with my daughter one day and she's like, you just do social media. You just do posts. Like what, what is there to it? Well, there's a lot more. There- 
So I got cut off. Um, I can't quite remember where I was, but systems are something you really have to figure out. Um, it's taken me a long time to go from entrepreneur to CEO. Uh, as much as it looks like a short time, it's taken me a long time because there's those mindset things that you really have to work through, um, even being an entrepreneur uh, and winging it. And I'm telling you not to wing it. So if you're somebody who wants to be serious and grow uh, and you're a female, check out our group programs. We have two signature group programs. If you're a male, I'm not dissing you. I just know somebody else that can help you. So definitely reach out and I can put you in that direction. There's so much to becoming an entrepreneur that you don't understand. So building habits, uh, building that frame of mind to keep those habits, because it is very easy to fall back into those habits that were comfortable for us. Uh, one habit is drinking your coffee in the morning. How easy would it be for you to get rid of that coffee in the morning if you knew your health depended on it? It's going to be hard. One, caffeine is an addiction, so there's usually a weaning period. Two, it's it's more than just the taste when you're having coffee. It's that feeling. It's that momentum that you can have. Uh, so you have to figure out the habits that are going to best suit you and figure out a way to keep them. For me, I would write it down. This is what I'm doing today. This is how I'm doing it. I don't like micromanaging um, as a creative. It's not something I can do, but I can write it down so that I understand it is what I'm doing. And then once I'm comfortable in it, I don't have to write it down anymore. Uh, one of the biggest shifts I've made in the new year after contracting COVID was not being a 5 a.m person. So I am a 5am person. I still get up at 5am, but for the first two hours, I don't do work anymore. That was a bad habit I had that really burnt me out. I would work from 5am till 10 or 11. I no longer have to do that. I have an employee, I have a VA. So there's a system in place. So you may feel like you need to do that, but you're going to get burnt out. You're actually going to have to take off more time than you want to do that. So be strategic in the things you do every day. So build those habits right off the get-go. Don't do what I did. Don't go here and go there and, and slowly figure things out. Really figure out what you want to do and get a support system right away. Yes, I had the strategy collective, but that was only a part of the business that they could help with. I really needed to find those mentors and learn more from them. So I'm a part of CEO school. Uh, absolutely love it. It is changing the business as I turn into more of a CEO. Highly recommend trying to find things or people who are farther ahead of you and learn from them. Figure out something that works for you that they have done because what they have done is not necessarily going to work for you, but you can take bits and pieces. I always say take a presentation with a grain of salt because it sounds bad because it, you could take this presentation as a grain, grain of salt. But you pull bits and pieces out of everything that works for you because we are all different and unique. So just because it worked for me doesn't mean it's going to work for you. Another habit I created was to remind myself of why I was doing things, why I wanted things so bad. And I am the sticky queen. I would put stickies up everywhere. My family is so sick of stickies. I would say, I am doing this for my future, or I am doing this for my kid's future. I also have sticky notes to tell me I'm worthy 
or to tell me that you're doing this to make an impact. Um, Just little notes to myself to remind me of why I'm doing this, why I work too much, way too much, but the rewards come back 10 times. I've been building a better relationship with my children. I have my beautiful dog that you can't see, but she's like always by my side. Uh, My husband's and my relationship has gotten deeper and I've created bigger dreams. So I'm always going for that next thing. Uh, It's no longer about money. So as I told you in the beginning, my habits were about fulfilling, replacing my income. Um, Now it's more about the help and value I can give others. So there's those shifts that happen within your mindset. Even today, I can tell you I've had a huge boost shift um, in realizing everything that uh, the burnout and the loss of a friendship happened last year, the toll it took on me, um, which really kind of stole a lot of things from me that I'm now getting back that I'm now getting back and the the power shift I feel within myself to be able to deliver a lot of things. Um, so all of that happened last year, pushed back a lot of projects and I almost felt defeated and I felt like I couldn't do things and I kept slowly working towards being able to do things. And then all of a sudden today, it was like, why the hell did I let that happen? Well, it happened because I was inexperienced. I learned from others and that shift has finally happened and I'm excited about it. And that's what I want to help other women avoid. I want to help them avoid everything I went through. So I want to help you create those habits before you leave a job you're not happy with and create that structure, uh, find that financing that you might need so you don't need that added stress because I can tell you I've gained weight. Um, I've definitely like shifted a few things to get to the goal that I want, but I'm, I'm so happy and I would not change a single thing of the journey, uh, from every block I had, I learned from, from any regret I would have had, I learned from and no longer have, because it has served a purpose to get me to where I am today. So I want to help you get the habits you need to leave a job you hate. I want you to be inspired to go after the dreams you want by sharing my story. So if there's anything in today's episode that you found value in, thank you. Please share with me so that I can share with others the value that you have given me because ultimately I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for my audience. Um, Another date, I will share the habits I took from going from an entrepreneur to a CEO. Uh, only because I think that we need to get a little more of the story before we get to that part, because there definitely was a lot more habits I needed to create uh, in going from entrepreneur to, to CEO. There is a huge switch in running your own business and now being the owner of your own business. And I know that sounds similar, but when you have staff looking up to you to delegate out the work and to help create a mission, There is a difference in everything that you have to do. So you're no longer alone. You're no longer the only one that has to do everything for the business because that is what an entrepreneur is. You are everything. If you don't do anything, 
nothing happens and your business crumbles. So you do have to have those habits to avoid the business crumbles. And as you can tell, I'm so passionate that I've been talking my own minute. So I'm going to let you go take a breather. Uh, tune into tomorrow's episode. I have a beautiful person who is going to talk a little bit about travel and how she went from a massage therapist into being a VA for everybody else. And she works for me. So I'm so happy to have her. We have a lot of amazing guests this season and we keep doing seasons, but I think I'm slowly getting inspired by Amy Porterfield to do more than just seasons to continue going. So if that's something you're interested in, let us know. We want more engagement from you, not because we want the engagement, but because we want to know that what we are giving you creates value for you because that is our mission is to give you value, help you grow into the person you want to be. So if you found this useful, let us know. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Raise the Anchor brought to you by Day Creative Solutions. We hope you found that story very inspiring. We look forward to bringing you more this week. Subscribe to the podcast to stay in the loop. Don't forget to leave a five-star review to spread the love even further. We hope you have smooth sailing.